With supply chains becoming more complex, you need to stay on top of the latest logistics developments. So if you work with logistics, you need the Beyond the Box podcast from Maersk. It's the easy way to keep up to date with everything from digital disruption and logistics to the need for supply chain resilience in today's market. Find out more and keep ahead of the game with the Beyond the Box podcast on logistics insights at maersk.com slash insights. Hi, I'm Liz from Liz Gets Loaded. That's the money kind of loaded, but this is the show where I sit in my closet, drink wine, and talk about money and anxiety. I have both. Hello, hello friends. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm I'm tired though. This feels like a long week. Does it feel like a long week to you? I went to the office today and worked from my office and that just always makes me feel really tired. And I know I am the one billionth person to say this, but I used to do this five days a week. That is wild. Although I lived much closer when I was commuting five days a week. My commute was very, very short. And now my commute is um, like 40, 45 minutes. And that makes, you know, that's like 90 minutes in the car. So that'll, that'll do it. That'll do it. Anyways, for me, it's Wednesday night. For you, it's Thursday morning or later. And Thursdays are mixed drinks episodes. So rather than talk about one thing, I have a couple random topics, usually money related ish, but sometimes not that much. Only one of these is money related today. I wanted to talk about, I've made kind of a big change in my eating habits and I've been using my donor advice fund and I've been really trying to use my phone less. So those are the things I'm going to talk about. If that sounds good, keep listening. And if that sounds boring, I mean, I think you should still keep listening because you might change your mind, but maybe, you know, I don't know, skip to the next thing if you need to. You only get so many hours on this earth that you should spend them in ways that make you happy. Okay. Number one, I read a book couple months ago. It had to have been last year, actually. And it was called How Not to Die, which I know is a very dramatic title, but it was written by a doctor and a nutritionist. And each chapter is like, how not to die of cancer, how not to die from diabetes, how not to die of heart disease, etc. And spoiler alert, it's eat a lot of plants and eat a lot of whole foods. So avoid processed food, avoid meat, avoid dairy, avoid eggs. And I have been mostly vegetarian for a very long time. I occasionally eat meat. So sometimes I feel like I shouldn't call myself vegetarian, but I eat meat like five times a year, if that. And I read this book and I love eggs and I love cheese, but it really convinced me that I should not be eating these things for my health. And I was thinking about it this week and I was really surprised by how much I have not eaten those things. I have not gone fully vegan. I probably never will. I think it's a great idea, but I have gone from like eating scrambled eggs in the morning, putting a hard boiled eggs in my salad and having hard build eggs as snacks sometimes to a lot of times during the day I eat no eggs or I'll eat one scrambled egg in the morning. Lately, my go-to breakfast is one scrambled egg on a bagel with some avocado. It's so good. But that's a big cutting back of eggs. Like I used to go through two dozen eggs a week just for me. <laughs> 
And then I also, I mean, I love cheese. Everyone loves cheese. Well, not everyone, but a lot of people love cheese. I know that that is not something that makes me unique, but I really love cheese. And there was a time in my life that I would have string cheese and blocks of cheese and sliced cheese and fancy cheese. And I just really love cheese. (laughs) We always had shredded cheese in the refrigerator and I've cut back. It's not that I don't eat cheese at all. It's the same thing. I buy a lot of prepackaged salads and a lot of those come with cheese. So I eat the cheese that comes with those. And if I'm going out to eat, I don't worry about avoiding it. But I don't just buy cheese to have anymore. And that is a big shift for me. And I was thinking about that. Sometimes I kind of miss it. What did I have the other day? A grilled cheese or something. Something that was like very cheese forward. A quesadilla or grilled cheese or something. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so good. Why don't I have this all the time? And then I remembered because I think it's better for me for probably a lot of reasons to eat a lot less cheese. But I was evaluating my eggs and dairy consumption. And I was actually pretty impressed with myself. Because if you would ask me a few months ago, I'd be like, I just love those things. What am I going to eat instead? Like I'd never give these up. But I do. Instead of just having scrambled eggs in the morning, I have just one egg on a bagel with avocado instead of having cheese and crackers as a snack. I have hummus and crackers or nuts and fruit or just, you know, you just swap it out with something else, veggie straws, whatever. And I think it's interesting. I think people's capacity to change is interesting, especially I don't think I was really trying that hard. I was like, I'll just try to buy less of these things. And then I did. And then I just ate other stuff because I needed to eat something and it all worked out fine. So I don't know. That's that. (laughs) Food is so personal. Sometimes I hesitate to talk about what I'm eating or what I'm trying not to eat because I think it can be hard to hear someone say, I'm trying not to eat cheese and not hear if you eat cheese, you shouldn't be eating it, which is not what I'm trying to say at all. If you eat things that if you have made thoughtful decisions about what you're eating and you feel good about it, then I am really happy for you. I feel like I'm really happy for you. Sounds sarcastic, but like I really, truly, I think that that's wonderful. It's so personal. I mean, it's food. You literally put it in your mouth. There's nothing more personal. So, all right. That was thing number one. Thing number two, I did an episode, a couple episodes about, it was just like a a couple episodes ago. I think the title is something like smart giving or charity hack, something like that. So I opened a donor advised fund, which is where you put a bunch of money in, in a year that you need the tax write off. And then you can distribute money out of that account to charities. Whenever you would normally make a donation, you just go online to your donor advice fund, you put in the organization and they send them a check and the money is invested. And so I was looking and I have been making distributions out of this account. I funded it last year. I've been making distributions this year. And it is so cool because the account balance has still gone up because the market is up. And it, and that feels like magic. Like, oh, I put all of these dollars in, I've taken dollars out and yet the balance has still gone up. That is so cool. If you ever find yourself in a year where your income is going to be artificially high for whatever reason, my situation was a stock compensation thing. If you get a windfall, if you just have a year where you're trying to look for tax breaks, you might think about pre-funding some of your charitable contributions through a donor advised fund. So far, I'm a big fan. All right, that's number two. My third thing, it's going to be a short episode, I think. Okay, my third thing is I'm trying to use my phone less. And I know we're all trying to use our phones less, but I'm feeling extra focused on it this week. I'm feeling extra motivated. I know I talked on a podcast episode, I don't remember which one, about a book called Stolen Focus that I read that was about how we're all totally hooked on our phones. And there's a lot of books about that. What I, what I really liked about this one was it focused not just on 
your own personal responsibility for your relationship with your phone, but what's happening on a global level, what's happening in society, what the potential implications are of a bunch of people whose brains aren't operating as well as they could because none of us can focus anymore for various reasons. And that you can try to take as much personal responsibility as you like with your phone, but on the other side of the phone are thousands of engineers who are being paid a lot of money to try to get you (laughs) to use it as much as possible. And I was listening to a podcast called Off Offline, which is hosted by John Favreau, Favreau, it's Favreau, who is one of the hosts of Pod Save America and a former Obama staffer. And he has this great podcast called Offline, which is about our relationship with the internet. And he's doing a challenge that they talked about on the podcast. Basically, they took away his smartphone and gave him a flip phone. And as part of the episode, they had him go into the app, the screen time app on his phone and share the statistics. And he was like, it's so bad. I'm so addicted to my phone. I'm on my phone all the time. My numbers are so terrible. And he said his screen time numbers and it was like the same as mine. He said, I think his average was he was spending about four and a half hours a day on his phone. And I was like, that doesn't seem that bad to me. That's the same as mine. And that made me feel really uncomfortable and just really like, oh no, okay, this is a problem. I will say, okay, I'm going to pull up my phone and open the app. Where is it? Okay. So I don't know how much time you've spent looking at the screen time app in your phone. On an iPhone, it it shows you all of the things that like the actual number of minutes that you've used. So last week, my uh, average phone time per day was four hours and 27 minutes. Ah. But then it does give you a breakdown for the whole week. So like, okay, so for the whole week, it was, oh my gosh, 31 hours. When you say it that way, it sounds bananas. So 31 hours. But then I look and like three hours of that was text messaging, which those are conversations with my friends or coworkers. I feel fine about that. Three hours was like a voice message app that I use again to talk to friends. I feel totally fine about that. An hour and a half of that was Libby, which is the app I use to check out and sometimes to read library books. 45 minutes was wine app or you need a budget, my budgeting app. 42 minutes was YouTube. I was watching a lot of videos about the car I just bought because it it has too many buttons. And I'm like, okay, is there something that just shows me how to use the radio or how to do all the things, right? 38 minutes was Gmail. 30 minutes was like like a pet tracking app that I have. So, oh yeah, 23 minutes was using my Kindle. 23 minutes was New York Times. These all add up and like a lot of them are fine. I mean, some of them are not. Like the Instagram number is high. The the Safari number is high and it doesn't really give you a breakdown of what websites you were on. So I feel like I just Google stuff and fall down a rabbit hole, but I felt a little bit better because the person on the podcast I was listening to was like, I'm on Twitter for an hour every day and I'm not doing that. Like a lot of the stuff I feel totally fine with. I wish that in screen time you could, but there's a way to do this. You can, I think, categorize things in different categories, but I almost just want two categories. Like I'm totally fine with this being unlimited, like texting and actually completely fine. I know that I don't personally have a a problem with texting. Maybe some people feel like they spend too much time on texting, but I don't. And then like, I wish I could just put it into two buckets, one problem bucket and one not problem bucket. In any case, I've been feeling very focused on my screen time this week and oops, I just lost the screen. Okay. So last week, my average was four and a half hours. It's actually like consistently four and a half hours for the last three weeks. But then this week I'm only averaging two and a half hours, which I'm feeling really happy and proud about. 
I do find myself doing really funny things. Like if I'm working and I want to look something up, often I'll just pick up my phone to look something up because I use two screens when I'm working, my laptop screen and a second monitor. And I'll think like, oh, what time does this store open or close? But I just have everything up. I'm like, okay, I've got Slack and email on one screen. I've got all my tabs on the other screen. I just don't want to like navigate away from what I'm doing on my computer. So sometimes I'll pick up my phone to search for stuff. And so I find myself thinking, oh no, I should look that up on my computer so that I'm not using my phone. Or I'll find myself looking something up on my phone and then hitting the button to turn off the screen really fast. (laughs) Try to shave a few seconds off of the interaction. I do the Wordle every day, which is probably a good chunk actually, because I feel like it takes me like 10, well, maybe not 10 minutes. I I guess it depends on the day. Sometimes it takes less or a long time. And Wordle is just a word puzzle that is very fun online if you're not familiar. It's kind of a little word puzzle that you can solve once per day. And I do it every morning. I have a text chain that we all respond and kind of say how fast we got it or how many turns it took us to get it. And the other day I did the Wordle on my computer, which was weird. I was like, I don't want to do that. I'm just going to do it on my phone. My goal isn't to get my screen time down to zero. Four and a half hours. I think probably half of that is very valid phone use. Half of that is like just scrolling while I'm watching TV or in the morning when I first wake up or before I go to bed or again, while I'm watching a TV show, just playing a dumb game on my phone just because, and that could be cut out. So if I could get to even two and a half hours a day, I know it sounds like a lot, but it really adds up just a few minutes here and there, right? You go to look up the reviews for a restaurant or pull up directions or send a text, like it it just all adds up. And so I will report back, but so far I'm pretty happy with my progress. Do you have any tips, any tricks? you just let me know. I've also been, I've like been asking Alexa for (laughs) the weather so I don't have to look at my phone, which sounds kind of like cheating, but I actually think that that probably is a better habit to get into because if I pull out my phone to look at the weather, the odds are I might then do something else and end up looking at my phone for 10 minutes without even realizing the time has passed by. Whereas if I ask Alexa what the weather is, I'm not going to get sucked into scrolling Alexa. That's not a thing. So same with my watch. Sometimes if I want to know the temperature or the time or look at a text message I just got, I'll purposely do it on my watch instead of on my phone in part to gamify reducing my screen time. And then in part, because I just know that I'm not going to get sucked into my watch. That's not a thing. So anyways, those are my three things this week. They are not related at all. Sometimes there's a theme, but there's not one today. Just random thoughts. I hope you're having the best week. I hope you're having like just the very, very best day. Thank you for listening. You made it all the way here. You must like something about me (laughs) or you really don't like this podcast and you just hate listen. Let's be honest. We all have a couple hate. I don't think I have any hate listens. I have had a few hate reads in my life where I would read something just to roll my eyes at it. But either way, I'm glad you're here truly for for either reason. That's all I got. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye friends. If you enjoyed today's episode, you have a couple options. You could just enjoy that satisfaction quietly and privately. Keep it to yourself. But, and just an idea, you could also share this with someone else who you think would like it. Just a thought, you do you.